Teresa Murray is with us. She's our consumer watchdog. She works with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. Mercedes is on the list this week, right, Teresa? Yeah, it's not a good way to start the year if you earn if you uh, own one of the Mercedes Benz cars that's been recalled um, for sure. Yeah, Mercedes Benz this week they recalled about uh, three hundred twenty four thousand vehicles, and it sounds like it's a pretty serious problem. Which I have I have a couple huge concerns about this recall. Okay, let's hear them because you're the person that follows this stuff for us, so I want to know. Okay, well here here's the deal. It, uh, Mercedes-Benz says that, you know, water, there could be a water leak, water may leak into the fuel pump system and cause a sudden stall. Now, can you imagine, Lisa, you're cruising down the Dan Ryan at 67 miles an hour, and all of a sudden your engine dies and you come to a, you know, a quick stop. That's right. just, that's not a good thing. So, you know, you would think, oh, gosh, this is like a huge safety problem, you know, potentially. And... um so the, the couple concerns I have here is, one, Mercedes-Benz says it's been investigating this issue since 2018. Hello, it's 2022. So No, it's 23 now. So it's 23, oh, Teresa. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Fortunately, I haven't written any checks yet this, this year. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's been, you know, four or five years since they started investigating this, and they're just now, you know, notifying uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So that's my first question. And then the other thing that just makes my head explode is it says that they're going to notify vehicle owners by the end of February. Well, gosh. So what's going to happen here over the next seven weeks? Right. So, I mean, usually if they've known about it this long, you usually get a letter in the mail. I drive a Toyota 4Runner, and whenever there's a recall, they say take it to the local dealership. They fix it, no charge. I'm not going to say that they don't try and talk you into a few other pieces of equipment or changes that they think you need, but everybody's got to make money. But you would think if it's an engine stalling issue that they would jump all over this, especially, let's face it, the clientele who buys a Mercedes, they're paying a lot of money for those vehicles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Which, you know, you hope that dealers where people bought their cars would notify them proactively. But, I mean, you got 300,000-plus, and so I don't think that's going to be a quick process. And now the, the thing that I really encourage people to do is to get your own notification. So, like, um, you know, the NHTSA has a free app called Safer Car. So you can download an app on your, on your phone, and it's through the government, and you can, lo- you know, put in your VIN, put in your kind of vehicle, which, by the way, these Mercedes Benz were uh, 2012s through 2020s. So it's a huge, it's a huge number. And But anyway, you put your, your information into the Safer Car app, and then if there is a recall, you will get a notification on your phone. And I think this is one of the cases, just like we've talked about with food recalls and product recalls, you, you just got to take some initiative on your own to make sure that you're informed. You can't rely on others to do it for you. Teresa Murray is a consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. Is there a specific model of Mercedes that this affects? Oh, there's a whole ton of them. Um, I mean, there's like, yeah, there's the uh, GLE 300, GLE 350s, 400, just a whole bunch of them. Um, If somebody goes on to the uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration website, and looks up, you know, the Mercedes Benz. You can put in your VIN, and it will tell you um, whether your your model is affected. But you can also just get, look up the notice, and it'll give you the whole list of them. But okay, it's a perfect. whole bunch of them. And is yeah, there it's anything about, um, like a dozen? It's about a dozen different models. 
Oh, geez. Anything else on your radar this week? I mean, we're the first week of the new year. It was certainly well, a, a big topic over Christmas as people were shopping. There were food recalls. There were toy recalls. There were pajama recalls. Yeah, we had another uh, pajama recall yesterday, which this one was because it was a um, uh, fire hazard, you know, because kids' pajamas, as well as other products, they're supposed to comply with safety standards, including being, um, you know, flame retardant. And these ones didn't meet that. So that's not a good thing. Um, That's one of the things that we're continuing to look at, particularly with kids' products, you know, lead and just all of the issues. And the other thing, real quick, that's on our radar is, of course, um, I thought what you were going to say is the debacle that a lot of folks endured over the Christmas weekend holiday uh, with with airline cancellations. And so, I mean, regardless, obviously Southwest had the biggest problem, but all of the airlines were affected. Some of it was weather and some of it was not, Lisa. So we just want to make sure that people know anytime that a flight is canceled for any reason, it doesn't matter why, then people are entitled to a full cash refund. They shouldn't let themselves get talked into like a voucher and a credit and, you know, and then here, here's a voucher and a granola bar and we'll see you later. Um, And then, you know, there are some things that people can do going forward if they're booking flights for the future to try and protect themselves. Because I guarantee you, this is not going to be the last disaster weekend of thousands of canceled flights. Hopefully we don't see something this bad again, but we've had over the last year and a half, Almost every heavy travel period, Memorial Day, spring break, 4th of July, last Christmas, this Christmas, we've had problems with thousands of flights getting canceled. And it's been all of the airlines, you know, it just hopscotches. So, Teresa um, Murray, you know, I, I, I got to ask you this. She's a consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. So you're telling me if your flight is canceled, they have to give you that cash back. They cannot just offer you a voucher. That is correct. That is correct. They have to they have to offer you a cash refund, including baggage fees, including taxes, including anything that you paid as part of that. And it doesn't matter why it was canceled. It doesn't matter if it was an act of God or, you know, their plane broke or whatever. As long as you're not the one canceling it, but the airline is canceling it, then, yes, you are absolutely under federal law entitled to a full cash refund. A lot of the airlines the last few years have been guilty of kind of trying to dodge the the requirement of offering a cash refund. Now, you know, in some cases, the airlines will go ahead and try and book you on a competitor's flight at no extra charge if there are available seats, and that's great because then, you know, I mean, people don't want refunds. They want to get somewhere. That's why they booked the flight to begin with. So, I mean, there's there are a lot of issues, and we really hope that the Department of Transportation um, starts demanding more accountability from the airlines, both in terms of not being not being all, like, difficult in issuing refunds promptly, by the way, and also trying to make sure that they put out reasonable schedules because we have reasons to believe that a lot of times the airlines put out these schedules that they have no expectation that they will actually be able to fly all those, you know, fly all those planes and get get people places on time. I was watching flight attendants on social media, flight attendants trying to call the company they work for, and they were on hold for seven and eight hours. They couldn't get their schedule. Now, if the people working for the airline can't get their schedule, 
that's an issue that certainly needs to be addressed. And of course, we talked to somebody before the top of the hour whose luggage was lost. She was told it was in a warehouse. She had an air tag in it. Indeed, it was with a third party person whose job it is to deliver like a courier service. It went to McDonald's. It went to, you know, a, a shopping mall. She found it at it. She went to their apartment building. There were many discarded suitcases uh, behind the apartment building. It went on for almost five days. And um, oh this this particular airline said, just calm down. Don't worry about it. We know where your luggage is. She feels if she well, had not tracked it down, that she would have never gotten it back. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, we tell people to try and avoid checking a bag if you can, although, of course, it's not always possible. And the AirTag is an absolutely fantastic idea. We've been recommending that. And also taking a photo of the contents of your bag in case you do have to put in a claim, which if an airline does lose your baggage, you're entitled to, I think it's like 3800 up to $3,800, but you have to document, you know, what was what was in there. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the whole thing over Christmas weekend was just a mess. Hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully people will be made whole. A lot of people didn't get to spend the holiday with their loved ones. You know, maybe it was the first time uh, since the pandemic. And so a lot of families were really hurt by this. But at least hopefully people will be be made whole financially. Thank you so much for standing up for consumers, Teresa. We love what you do. Take care. If you want details, check out the Public Interest Research Group. You'll find the details about the Mercedes recall and everything else that she talked about. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.